It's the success line. This is the place where achievers come to get advice on how to solve business problems and unlock their true potential. Every week, a new listener of the show sits down with success coaching director Ben Fairfield to talk through a roadblock and learn a lesson. Now here he is, Ben Fairfield. Hey everyone, welcome to the Success Line. Your coach Ben Fairfield here. Excited to have you with us yet again for another week where we get to go in depth with an entrepreneur just like you wanting to get answers to real-time business challenges and opportunities. And today I am joined by Medina Dupe. And Medina, thank you so much for being on the Success Line. Well, thank you guys for letting me have this great opportunity to to spread my word and maybe um, help uh, other women grow and um, become more confident. I love that. I love that. All right, Medina. So before we jump into it, uh, if you would tell us uh, who you are, where you are, and what what is it that you do? Okay, so I live in the Netherlands, in The Hague, and uh, originally I'm from Uzbekistan. I left um, uh, Uzbekistan when I was 23 years old, and ever since then, my career was international. I lived and worked in different countries and finally ended up in the Netherlands. So I live here now for more than 20 years. And um, well, at the same time, uh, I love helping uh, people, especially women. So in my um, activities, I really like to create communities for women and platforms to actually help them grow. So awesome. one of the one of the current activities that I'm doing uh, right now is actually uh, my Instagram page that I have. I actually turned it into a free marathon that I'm running for 365 days. Every day I'm putting a content on my page and coaching any anyone who will see my page. And reading the content, and actually, it's mostly for women, but also for men if they find it useful. It's actually called "Small Steps That Bring to the Biggest Results." That's awesome. That's awesome. So, so really, a focus on uh, empowering women and helping women find uh, their confidence, which is is awesome. And it's also yeah. very timely because, uh, as you know, it's Women's History Month. So, uh, yeah. great topic, great timing, uh, and and I know that uh, there's a lot of uh, listeners out there that are going to relate to this. So, uh, so we talked before we started recording, and and what we we wanted to talk about, what you brought to uh, the show today, is really the conversation around uh, how to help women uh, build their confidence. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Awesome. So, so I'm I'm guessing that you've you've been helping women in this space before. Um, what have you What have you found so far to be the most common obstacle uh, that you find that your clients are facing, or what gets in the way of them being confident? Yeah, um, what I have been observing uh, in recent, I think, six to eight years, is that confidence actually comes from uh, a real great time management. So I've noticed that um, women, we tend to have a lot of activities. You know, it's just how we are. Um, this is how we are designed, right, by the universe, that we can manage too many things at the same time. And that actually, um, what, what, what it does, it actually doesn't really help us in focusing and putting our focus on specific things and the outcomes that we want to achieve in our lives. 
right? Whereas men, and I don't want to be here <laughs> having a bit of a gender, but we need to understand this difference. And what I've noticed that many women, they try to, to do so much in their lives that they sometimes forget about proper planning, proper outcome-driven, results-driven uh, goals. And that's what I think is the core of confidence. Because when you know what you're up to, when you know what you really want and you plan it and schedule it and really achieve it, that actually gives lots of confidence. Absolutely. Yeah, creating a winnable game and getting small wins helps fuel yes. that fire, right? So uh, so I love this topic and I think it's timely. And I also think uh, that confidence or, or a lack thereof uh, is a challenge faced by every human being, not just women. I think I know plenty of men who lack confidence too, right? So I yeah. think this is this is very applicable for everyone. Um, and to your point, you know, obviously uh, women and men were created very differently, uh, and so it might be different reasons for why we individually lack confidence. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, I think most people have or will or do struggle with this. So, uh, so I love this, and I, I, I wanted to prepare a little bit uh, because I see this as a great opportunity to pick your brain as we go through this. But I wanted sure. to share, um, I, I, have, I wrote down uh, eight key things that, that we really help our clients with when wanting to build confidence, uh, when we're coaching them, and when we get brought into organizations to help with this. And so uh, I just wanted to share those with you, and then I think we'll probably create some great conversation along the way if, if you're yeah. game with that. Sure. Awesome. So so the first one, uh, the first place we, we start uh, every time with everyone that we come into contact with uh, is by listing out accomplishments and achievements. Mm -hmm. right? A lot of times, I think we get so busy, especially in today's culture and society, we get so busy doing that we don't take any time to reflect on what we have done and what we've accomplished. Absolutely. It's, it's a very good point. When I was recently having a time management course for successful women, I have actually noticed that mostly um, my, my students were entrepreneurs, beginning entrepreneurs that were uh, busy with uh, marketing uh, business, so the, the network marketing business. And they're simply just... Uh, Ladies who are at home or maternity leave or with kids, they don't work, but they try to become entrepreneurs. And when I told them, like, uh, please uh, think about the times when you have been so down, but you have managed to get through the challenge, right? Think about what specific emotions and what actually what character of yours or what specific personality inside you draw you moving forward to achieve and get it out get out of the bottom and they got immediately empowered by that because they started to memory the memory started to go back saying well yes of course i've been in uh, in in challenging situation and yes i went through that and yes i did this and this and that and yes i immediately their stage changes immediately they start to get empowered by themselves so this was this was extremely important and i told them please remember on your achievements all your life it's it has to stay in your dna how you have achieved something and how, what really helped you to get through that absolutely absolutely yeah that that uh, the reflection uh, on what we've accomplished what we've come through what we survived um, can help set proper perspective as we go forward. So um, the next one that I wrote down here uh, is 
is that we can build self-confidence by challenging bad thinking. Mm -hmm. So so you and I and everyone listening, (laughs) every human being uh, has a challenge with themselves. And that's the negative self-talk that we have with ourselves. Right. So so really challenging every time negative thinking or a negative thought comes up, really challenging that and saying, is that really accurate? Is that really true? Because what we know is that fear kills more dreams than failure ever has. Right. And so we know fear is, a, is an acronym, false evidence appearing real. Most times what we're afraid of uh, doesn't ever come to pass or it doesn't ever go to the extreme that we we tell ourselves that it might. And so, uh, again, this the, the way we start building confidence is by really self, it's self-managing our thinking. It's really challenging and taking captive of our thoughts and not allowing uh, negative or inaccurate thinking to really take hold. What have you seen there? Yeah, so there are two things that I would like to kind of give the tip and it really like resonated uh, with my students. They say, well, this is such a great one is when you think that you're afraid of something, you know, you don't want to make a decision. You immediately start delaying the decision. So first you need to ask yourself a question. What result am I trying to achieve right now? Right. So which result am I achieving right now? By this, you're mitigating the fear. And second, don't fight the fear. Dance with your fear. Mm. It will be with us all the time. It's, it's, it's in our DNA. It's part of us. So we don't have to fight it. We actually have to dance with it. We have to become friends with our fear. Yeah, I love that, Medina. And I think that the key there, like to your point, but the dance with the concept, it doesn't mean that you necessarily like it, <laughs> yeah. right? I, I think back to, to middle school and grade school where we had dances. I didn't necessarily like the person I was dancing with, Yes. but the fact of the matter is I had to dance with them, right? So I think what you're getting at, and I've heard a different version of that before, but I think it's such a great point that you bring up, is that we have to embrace the fact that, that fear will be a thing. Like it, it's, there's no ever for any of us a time where we can just eliminate all fear. That's just not the human experience. So what you're saying is instead of resisting it, embrace the fact that it's there, acknowledge it, but it doesn't mean we have to allow it to determine our outcome. Exactly, exactly. And then ask the question, what is the result I'm trying to achieve? Because by this, you're actually already mitigating the, the, the state of fear because the result-driven thinking, because this is my kind of philosophy, Results-driven time management, results-driven thinking will actually help to eliminate the fear and helps you move forward. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's such a great, great point there. Absolutely great point. Now, uh, here's the next one I wrote down, and and I'm guessing, I could be wrong, but I'm guessing uh, you practice this just based on the confidence you bring. We've just been in conversation for a few minutes, and I can tell that that you are a confident woman, and I love that. I think that's great. (laughs) Um, Building self-confidence begins oftentimes by, um, by going through personal and positive affirmations. That's right. That's right. So, um, you know, it is at the same time, what I'm also giving a philosophy to my uh, ladies, participants of my course is that give yourself great roles, assign yourself a wonderful role in any aspects of the life, in finance, in uh, family, in spiritual, whatever. Just give yourself a very juicy role, assign yourself a beautiful role that that kind of, you know, comes out of your gut feeling like 
be completely free to, to give yourself a beautiful role. And that role actually helps you to move forward and it gives you a lot of confidence. Like, I'm, I don't know, uh, there are all kinds of fan, fan, fantas fantasies around the roles creation, but I think this actually gives a lot of confidence because if you are like uh, at, at your business and you're going to go for negotiation with your um, customer, so what role do you assign before that? So you say like I'm I'm the the queen of negotiation. I'm gonna get this deal done, and you go with that kind of a statement to your meeting, and 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 you get it done because you get yourself kind of pumped up with that juice of of the roles. So the roles are really helping, and 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 I think uh, that has been a kind of a driving a self driving element. I always tell them, you don't need a coach. You need to get yourself a great role that will coach you. That's awesome. And I think there's a, there's a lot to be said there because obviously um, coaching has a place, but you can't, coaching can't impact someone who, who is not in the right mindset. And that's why, uh, to your point, we, we have to believe in ourselves uh, before we really can expect big progress. And and we tell clients this all the time. Sometimes you have to borrow someone's belief in you. Les Brown is famous for saying that. Like, you may not have the belief in yourself, but you can borrow mine. I believe in you. And yeah. so, so what can you tell yourself borrowing my belief in you so that you get to a point where you can create your your own belief in yourself? But you got you to gotta move in that direction, right? That's That's the absolute must is you have to build that that belief in yourself. Yes, correct. And that indeed, so coach can help you temporarily, but then there should be self-reflecting coach inside you that will help you move forward. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, well, well here's another one. And I think uh, this is a key component uh, is that we can build confidence or self-confidence through self-compassion. And this one we probably are going to talk about for a little bit because this is a passionate one for me, <laughs> for me because I think oftentimes people are more critical of themselves than they are of anyone else. And, and what I mean by that is they, they judge themselves by a standard that there's no way they would judge uh, another person or a subordinate, meaning um, uh, I, I set out to do this. I set out for this objective or this goal, and I got three quarters of the way, but I didn't quite get there. They deem that as failure. And the right. problem is, uh, if anyone else in their circle, most people, if anyone else in their circle got three quarters of the way to their goal, they would likely be encouraging that person, not telling them that they're a failure. But when it's themselves, they tell themselves a completely different story. And uh, what I wrote down here as I was, I was thinking through this uh, was something that I tell my clients all the time. It's about progress versus perfection. Correct. Correct. And that's exactly what my, uh, this, this marathon, the yearly marathon that I'm, I'm doing currently is all about the power of the small steps, right? And, um, um, but the thing is, it's also the, the, the success, the success cycle, right? Um, Tony Robbins, uh, he's, I, I read him quite a lot and I was, uh, I was, uh, I, I, I'm, he's quite, he's quite impactful person in my life. So, he was uh, saying something about the success factor, right? So we have, we have this belief inside that we have the potential, right? Then, uh, and it's unlimited. But then we have the actions that we do, right? And they are, they can be small, they can be big. And based on that actions, we're actually getting into the results. But then 
And it can be if it's small action, then it's a small result. Right. And then if it's a small result, we're going back into belief that, okay, see, I told you, you couldn't make it. I told you that. Uh, that's what we talk with ourselves, right? Yes. About. And this cycle goes on. It's a success cycle. And that's why, um, and, and actually to get out of that cycle, we need to make sure that we have a vision in our life, right? A very strong vision that will actually help us remove all these beliefs and, and bad self-talk to ourselves. Yeah, that's, and it's so huge. And I love, I've been to, I've done a lot of, of Tony's stuff as well. And I love that you brought that up because the, the key there that he's talking about is, is big actions produce big results, small actions produce small results. And, and a, a lot of the time, I think people um, do a, put out a small action because they're holding back. They're not going 100% and because of fear or because of lack of self-confidence, like we're talking about, they, they go three quarters of the way in, but they still have one foot behind the line. Like they're not going all in. And then they wonder why they don't get massively huge results. And, and then, like to your point, it's this cycle that Tony talks about and other people have talked about, but it, the, the upside and the downside, it cuts both ways. And it can either spiral you up or it can spiral you down. And a lot of people do a small action, expect a massive result. They don't get it. And so all of a sudden, then they keep shrinking back and they keep playing smaller. And, and that's why a lot of people live a very small life. When they're, they have every ability to have an abundant and massive life, they live a small and, and uh, shrunken life because they don't take big action. They're, exactly. they're fearful and they don't go all in. And, and to me, that's one of the biggest tragedies of the human experience is people are capable of some amazing things, and yet they keep themselves from from realizing that or appreciating that. Yeah, but then I, I take that, so to get it out of that cycle, uh, there is a solution for that, just to have a vision right in front of you. Put the vision so big, so big, forget about it. It's like you have to think from the state like you already have everything in your life, everything. And what would you like to do from that state? Put that vision, and I call it, it's your, it's your light that helps you go through the challenges because if you keep having your vision in front of you, it will help you move forward. If you don't have the vision, I'm sorry, you're going to be ending up again with the small actions, the small results, a very bad uh, beliefs about yourself and so forth so without use, using your full potential. Yeah, and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, and, and exactly. that's tragic. Yeah, but it yeah. happens a lot, unfortunately. I love that. All right, so uh, here's the next one I, I wrote down. Uh, building self-confidence uh, begins by letting go of negativity. And I think this is a big one, uh, because I, I really do believe lots of people have said it, that we attract what we think about. And there's a lot of people who expect positive outcomes and yet they, they think and live in extreme negativity. And those two, it's like magnets of an opposite uh, polariz polarization. They, they will push against each other, not attract each other, right? And so I, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but, but we have to, in order to build self-confidence, we have to go through a process of really beginning to let go of and push away negativity. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, so um, uh, my philosophy on that was, um, especially for women, you know, we they we tend to uh, doubt a lot about ourselves, to doubt, you know, uh, about like, well, whether am I doing the right thing or not? And it's, it happens a lot. So um, my advice was always uh, think about the focus. 
Where do you put your focus? If you put your focus on something negative, be aware about this. Turn on your awareness and ask yourself, what result am I getting from this state or from this activity? I give you an example. So there was a student of mine and uh, recently she, she was from Kazakhstan. And in Kazakhstan, they had back in January quite some uh, disturbance in the country and they were cut off the internet and all these things. And she was in, in my course and she said, thanks to your course, I have survived this. And what she did, she, she literally had no internet. She had no power. So the only thing what she had was the computer and at computer, she had some online books. Right within this crisis that was outside, she said, "The the, I mean, I could have been very negative and completely uh, insecure and in panic mode, but instead she shifted her focus on the things that she could control, mm. and this is what I'm training them. So, when things happen and it can happen, think of the things what you can control." Of. And that are important, but not urgent for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that brings up a, a, a huge point that I, I talk often with clients about, that you can't necessarily control what happens to you. You can control how you respond exactly. to what happens to you. Right? We have yeah. that. There again, that's empowering, right? Because if, if we believe that we're, we're a ship without a rudder and we can't control anything... Well, if we really truly believe that, that leads to a pretty miserable outcome because we feel like we're just at the whim of whatever happens. And, and it's empowering when we take adopt the mindset, I might not be able to control what happens. She, in this example, she couldn't control the circumstances that no. led to that situation, but she understood that she could control how she responded to it. And, exactly. And there are beautiful outcomes that come from adversities all the time, all over the world. And the difference is some people look for the opportunity and others yeah. don't. Exactly, exactly. And then you also think about what's important for you, but not urgent. And and not look and address the urgency and uh, importance is the key, right? And what is important for you is, is self-growth, right? In this situation, she just started to read. In fact, she said she was imitating the whole successful activities of her day, how she would plan her day, like having customer calls, etc., like pretending they were happening. And mm. she that's how she successfully survived without getting into a negative state, that crisis that happened in the country. So important. So important. Can't, can't be said enough. That's a, a hugely important nugget that I hope everyone listening uh, can take away from that, that we absolutely do, even in the, in the the times where it feels most chaotic and, and most out of control, we still can control how we respond in those situations. And, exactly. And there's beautiful outcomes that can come from that. So uh, so kind of ties into the next one that I wrote down here. Um, the next one I wrote down was, was we can begin building the self-confidence when we begin um, getting outside of our comfort zone. When, when we start doing things outside of what's just comfortable, because what we know is most of the time in life, most humans, we want to stick to what's comfortable. We want to stick to what's known. We don't want to take a bunch of risk. The problem is we're never going to create a big world and a big life and a big impact on other people by staying inside of what's comfortable for us. And it doesn't mean skydiving and jumping out of a plane, but it can mean, um, like you said at the beginning of this, dancing with the fear. 
facing it, acknowledging it and dancing with it and moving forward anyway. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this getting out of the comfort zone. Yeah, so getting out of the comfort zone again, it's 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 for me as the philosophy of the results driven uh, planning. Yeah, so set yourself goals, but then don't ever, and that's a very strong statement, don't ever <laughs> make an action list, daily action list. Do three things per day, okay? Three results you want to achieve per day and circle them right in front of your agenda. Three results. It can be, well, uh, going something, going somewhere and do something very new for yourself, but it should be a clear result. And then your brain really accepts that because that's what we can do. We can only do three good results per day. We cannot do much more. We cannot do 25 other things per day. <laughs> Yeah, there's only so much of us and there's so many hours in the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then the, this result-driven, um, outcome-driven uh, planning, whatever it can be, new things, old things. But obviously, if you do that, if you make yourself think, what result am I going to get? You're actually mitigating the fear. You're actually going out into an un- uncomfortable zone by doing it because you are results driven and your brain accepts that yeah see but if you put like 25 or 30 action items that don't make any sense to you that are not important for you but just a day-to-day things that don't bring you anywhere yeah don't do that please Ladies, don't don't do that. Just do three things per day. <laughs> well, it sets you up to lose the game right out of the gates, right? Yeah. When we have a massive list of to-dos and it, there's no hope that we could ever get them all done, we leave every day with a feeling of defeat because we didn't get everything done on the list. And, and that's silly to set ourselves up for a lose every single day like that. But people do it all the time. But then the thing is, every, so you put 25 things per day, right? And then you just achieved like three of them because that's how we do it. Right. Right. But then these three things, the actions that you've done may not necessarily bring you to the greater results. Right. But then you've done it and the rest of the items still pending. Next day you say, here I go again. And, and you know, your self-confidence keep dropping all yeah. the time because you are not just accomplishing something. You, you make yourself believe, but that actually you didn't accomplish anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's two other, two other things about pushing outside of our comfort zone that I think helps specifically in self-confidence. The first uh, is specifically when we we set our, our intentions to do something um, that seems a little bit of a stretch, that seems a little bit bigger than me right now. And what's beautiful about that process is when we when we get outside of the comfort zone and we lean into possibility rather than safety and security and, and assurance, when we lean into possibility, all of a sudden now we put ourselves in the path to accomplish things we've never accomplished before. And yeah. that creates massive positive energy, which leads to more self-confidence and leads us to want to stretch outside of our comfort zone more going forward as well. So that's the first part that I see. And the reason that I push this hard with clients is um, challenge yourself. Don't don't make it a non-winnable game, but but stretch yourself just past what you think is possible and see what you can do. You'll surprise yourself. But see what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I think it does that that's really, really, uh, really important and vital. Self confidence builds when we're building our belief in ourselves, like we've talked about. And when we we stretch ourselves and push ourselves a bit, 
even if we don't get all the way to the goal, even if you know we set ourselves a stretch goal and we don't get all the way there, even getting three quarters of the way there gives us energy because that's still more than we were doing before. And that energy leads to more confidence, which leads us to stretch ourselves more. And, and here again, there's this cycle that, that it's a growth cycle rather than a cycle that's taking us backwards and it's shrinking our world. So the power of the, the outcome-driven planning is also that uh, once you put uh, three outcomes, you actually get results, right? And that the getting results part gives you already confidence. But here is the deal about these results-driven. Uh, so if you put like actions, just blind actions that whatever you do, regular ones, and you you, you do it regularly and they don't bring you to results, when you put the results-driven um outcome driven planning what happens is actually you start to ask yourself am i am i doing the right thing that brings me to specific results or am i doing something wrong because apparently things don't really work by doing regular 10 cold calls to my customers so is this something that am i doing something wrong so you actually start to question yourself i have to step out of my comfort zone of these 10 cold calls to customers and maybe do something different. Yeah. So, so, so you see, you kind of start to put, you becoming a strategist. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Right. And, and that's, oh, that's a beautiful place to be because it's our lives and we get to, to design a lot of exactly. them, but a lot of people don't step into that role of strategist and don't step into the role of ownership of the life. And they just are that ship without a rudder going wherever the wind takes them. Uh, and, and it's a sad thing to see. So um, here, here's the next one. I think it, it goes right into based on what you just said. Um, the other thing I wrote down here is we can build self-confidence through self-awareness. Yes. Uh, one thing that I've seen be critical for people that that are, are extremely self-confident or on their path to becoming what I would call extremely self-confident. And by the way, there's a big difference between self-confidence and arrogance. We're talking about self-confidence, mm -hmm. self-belief. We're not talking about arrogance. Uh, but but this self-awareness idea, I think it is so key. You know, I, I, Medina, I'm sure you've seen this too and you've heard it. I mean, we're in this culture that celebrates people working too many hours. It celebrates the hustle culture, whatever that is. Like It celebrates the fact that if I just do more then mm -hmm. surely I'm going to get to my goal. And and I, we know that that's a lie. That's garbage because you can do more of the wrong thing and never hit your goal, right? So exactly. it's not about doing more. Um, but this self-awareness self is such a key because uh, to your point, I need to, to regularly, I have it in my calendar, my clients have it in theirs, but I need to regularly reflect on what, like to your point, what am I doing? Is this in line with who I am? Is this moving me closer to my goal? Is it is it positioning me on the path to achieving my goals? And if yes, great. If not, awesome. Again, I'm at cause. I can take ownership. What do I need to change to get back onto that path? But but most people, I don't think, take time for this. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. But I think the self-awareness component is absolutely massive. We have to be in tune with who we are and true to who we are if we really want self-confidence. That's right. That's right. And at the same time, uh, I think self-awareness is something that doesn't happen with just out of nowhere, right? Self-awareness is a muscle that we have to build inside ourselves. How do we build it? Very simple. Every Sunday, devote yourself one hour, yeah, just for yourself, okay? And think about what results you're going to achieve next week. 
results. I'm not talking about actions. Again, results, clear results. Put, think about it and give yourself time, you know. Get yourself in a, in a nice mood, you know. Turn on some music that you love, you know, but just be yourself. And, and this already, I'm not asking you to meditate. I'm not asking you <laughs> anything. Just the simple exercise will already help you big time to be aware of what's coming in your week and which results you are going to achieve. This will trigger your self-awareness muscle. And if you do that on a weekly basis, just devote yourself one hour per week. Yeah, shut yourself down. No kids, no family, just on your own. Or you can also go out somewhere, you know, and just sit somewhere in a park and just think about it. Just thinking is already helping, actually, to, to create self-awareness. That's the simple, uh, let's say, thing that I offer to, to, to my students because these are all women with the kids and they say, but well, we don't have really time for one hour. What, how, how do we do that? Because we have kids, we have families happening for us, around us, and we, we need to address so many things. Well, I said, if you don't have one hour for your life, I'm so sorry, but you don't have a life then. Yeah, and I, I, that's exactly where <laughs> we, we all have time for what we make time for. Exactly. Because I, I hear that from clients all the time. Well, I don't have time for that. No, I want you to change your verbiage there. And I want you to start saying, I choose not to give time to that and see how that feels. Now, sometimes that may be the right response. Sometimes it may not, but that should help the individual listening when we change. Instead of saying, I don't have time, like that's a victim mindset. I say, I choose not to give time to. Now, all of a sudden, that puts us at cause and it makes us that's really evaluate. One. Yeah. That's a real good one. And and again, I said, well, your results uh, orientation is the outcome of your uh, of your weekend is get the planning for the next week. This is your outcome, right? Yes. When you have that, when you build that muscle, then, of course, you can evolve it, right? Then you can actually devote two hours, like just do one hour of meditation. I and then that. another hour uh, do planning, right? Grow it. It's a muscle. We have to grow the self-awareness. It's all in us. It's not that you have to be a guru or go to India or Tibet to grow that. You can actually do it at your home. Just have the right mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Medina, here's the last one I had that I wrote down. Um, uh, one way we can build self-confidence is by setting realistic goals. And I, I, we've talked a little bit about it, but I wanted to talk a little bit more in depth here. So, so what I know to be true, and I was taught this years ago, and it plays out uh, every single day for myself and every single one of my clients. So I'm guessing it's, it's human nature. Uh, but we overestimate what we can do in one year, and we underestimate what we can do in five. And so Absolutely. we set these massive goals for one year that are way bigger than we've ever accomplished before. There's no evidence for. And so uh, not to get too neurolinguistic programming, but our, our unconscious mind is always gathering evidence. And so we set these wildly audacious goals that are way bigger than is realistic in a year. Our unconscious mind's looking at that going, not happening. No way, not going to happen. Will not happen. No, no matter how positive you think you are, no matter yes. how, how great you think you are in your conscious mind, your unconscious mind will look at that and not believe it and it'll say it's not possible, it's not going to happen, right? And mm -hmm. so then the inevitable shows up. And so this, this realistic goals, the, the way, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but the way I coach uh, my clients to this is, is we don't set goals at a year. We start and we go five years out or three years out. 
Where do you want to be three years or five years from today? What do you, what does your world look like? Who's around you? Where are you spending your time? What impact are you having? Like, like getting really granular and specific around what does it look like? Helping them to visualize that. And then we say, great, okay, if we're going to be on pace to be there in three years or five years, where do we have to be at the end of this year? And now all of a sudden, the one-year goal is much more realistic because it's in, in line with, on the path towards that bigger goal. And so I think a lot of times people um, have a problem with self-confidence, not because they, they aren't necessarily confident people, but because they've set these wildly massive goals that no one in their right mind would ever think that they could accomplish, then uh, sure enough, they don't accomplish it. And that begins to erode at the self-confidence and the self-worth and the self-talk becomes more negative. And, and again, here's this spiral, right? So, so really making sure we're setting realistic goals, like you brought it up with this building the muscle. Now, we wouldn't just go out and run a marathon tomorrow without training for it. Like our muscles would collapse and we would fall to the ground, right? We, we train first a mile and then three miles and then five. We're, we do this in increments and we do it slow and steady, methodically, but it's all on the journey of getting towards the ability to run that marathon or in this case, hit this goal. So making sure that we're being realistic with ourselves, what's possible and that it's in line with the bigger goal. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, that's a really great, uh, great uh, topic. Uh, so... You know, I ask a very simple question for my students, like uh, ladies, um, why do you plan your day if you don't know what your life is all about? Why do you do that? And they start to kind of question, yeah, I don't know what my life is all about. So I'm, I'm, I'm challenging them to actually look into their whole life, right, holistically, get yourself out of the daily routine and look what is your life all about okay so it gives you it brings you into the right state but it's also understanding and being honest with yourself what do you really want from your life because this is the most challenging question most of the ladies they don't know what they want from their life mm. And I would say that's true for most people right they right. they want the things they want the the certain level of success but they don't know what that actually means. They don't know what it looks like. They don't have specifics. And again, back to the science of the brain, if we don't have, the, the unconscious mind doesn't have specifics and know exactly what it's looking for, we're yeah. destined to aimlessly wander. We'll never get there, right? So we have to have clarity and a vision for where we're going and why that's important, to your point, in order for our unconscious mind to come alongside of our conscious mind and really move in that direction. Yeah. So, and, and I always tell them, okay, let me give you the keys, right? So, um, there, here was the, the big leader of this, um, marketing networking uh, business. And she says, well, it's, a, it's a very challenging question that you ask me now. And she has like a big team of uh, leaders, right? So she has lots of income. But I said, why you are doing this? Why? So she couldn't answer, but then she came back to me and she said, I'm doing it because I actually want to help people um, be healthy, be happy, and enjoy the life of their families because they are buying from me uh, very healthy, high-quality products. Mm. And this was the starting point, right? So it's actually about the growth. It's, it's all about contributing because everything in life, what we do, we come here for growing and for helping others. And I told them, I said, start from that point and then reverse back, reverse engineer all your goals, 
all your outcomes, all your results, and it will build up by itself like a beautiful piece of puzzle into one beautiful painting. Yeah, without a doubt. Called your life, right? Yep. If you know what, why you want to do these things, it will give you lots of juice, it will give you a lot of motivation, and it gives you lots of emotional strength to move forward. Yeah, it's so key. I, it was it was shared with me a long time ago. A big enough why will pull you through anyhow. So when our yeah. why and our purpose and our vision is big enough, it'll get us through the hard days and the days that aren't necessarily fun. It'll pull us through even the days we don't want to go. It's going to pull us through because because we have to get there because it's that in line with our vision, our mission, and our purpose. So, uh, Medina. Uh, this is awesome. I want to make sure that everyone listening um, uh, is knows how to connect or reach out to you. So where are you most active on social media? How would they find you to be able to connect with you and follow you? I have a Facebook um, uh, page. So uh, you can connect with me on Facebook. I also have my website. It's maxoutcomes.com. Very simple, Max Outcomes. <laughs> you know, I'm an outcome-driven person. So it's Max Outcomes. <laughs> Very easy. So maxoutcomes.com and from there you can find me. And my first and last name is uh, on Instagram page as well. So Medina point, uh, so point dupe, D-O-U-P. Please um, uh, subscribe. Happy to connect with you. And uh, well, right now my page is on uh, Russian because I'm bilingual. So it's in, on Russian um, and Russian language. Because I'm trying to help out Ukrainian folks, everybody who uh, who wants to refocus their attention on self-growth. Mm. But I also have uh, my English version of my Instagram. That's business.coach. I love it. I love it. Well, Medina, I can't thank you enough for being here. You are an awesome, awesome human. I know you're having a big impact. And it's been a pleasure being able to speak with you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Ben. Thanks for inviting me. And, and um, well, maybe in the future, we reconnect again to talk about different topics. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. What an awesome conversation. Like I, every time I say that and every time I mean it, uh, man, Medina is just an incredible human being. Now, here's someone who came out of the former uh, USSR. Here's someone who has has just made her life about impact, uh, especially, especially around women and helping women find self-confidence, helping empower women. Uh, and it's so timely that it is Women's History Month. So just a wonderful guest, great conversation. Now, uh, I know we shared and we talked and went deep over those those eight things. And, and I want to go through them really, really quickly. Building self-confidence by listing your accomplishments, by challenging inaccurate thinking through positive affirmations, through self-compassion, by letting go of negativity, by pushing outside of your comfort zone, uh, building self-confidence through self-awareness, and by setting realistic goals. These these eight pillars are definitely some of the most important pieces. If you struggle with self-confidence, lean into these eight. Medina's insight was just absolutely wonderful, and and I trust that you're going to connect with her. She's doing a huge outreach right now uh, to those uh, in Ukraine, women specifically, uh, who need this message. And so we are grateful to have her on. I trust you took lots of notes. I did, uh, and I know I took a lot away. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. If you want to be on the show, be sure, be sure to send us an application. We'd love to have you here, just like Medina was, and go through whatever obstacle or challenge you're facing together. Thanks for listening.
If you're interested in receiving free coaching on a future episode, go to success.com slash success line guest. This has been a success podcast. Head over to success.com slash podcasts to hear more just like it.